Hi listeners, welcome back to Look to See Me. This is my podcast that invites you to look closer at the lives of people around you and to take time to hear their stories. I'm Chris Peppel and today I'm going to do another unscripted podcast. Uh, I did this, this is my last one and normally in the past, uh, the past seasons, I have been choosing topics and uh, maybe nonprofit groups, individuals, people that are making a difference in their community. And I have been uh, highlighting those and discussing your work. Tonight, however, I am going to uh, be unscripted again. There's just so many things that are on my heart lately, and I want to um, just see if I can find words for them. And I think the biggest thing, uh, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, isn't she on all of our minds and hearts right now? Uh, as we have learned how to say goodbye to her as a nation and hold on to her legacy and decide what that means for us. Uh, election issues, Supreme Court issues, uh, pandemic issues, education issues. There are so many things that just weigh on our hearts and minds right now that uh, we could just be overwhelmed with anxiety if, if we don't take care of ourselves, if we don't focus on something positive. But there's, there's some things that are causing me particular anxiety and stress for a lot of the parents and some of the groups that I'm in. And uh, I, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about tonight. I am a mama bear. For That means that I am a mom raising somebody in the LGBTQ plus community. I am uh, part of a group that does the free mom hugs. We go to Pride. Memphis Pride was actually this weekend. Um, it was not in person, of course. Uh, well, I mean, it was in person, but we were all in our cars. We could not um, gather as we normally do. As free mom hugs, we could not give hugs like we normally do. Our regional group normally has uh, a booth at Pride, but the conversations that are going on right now are about Supreme Court justices. And I have to, I have to speak this. I have to say, people keep saying, "Why does this matter so much to you? Why, why would a national judge cause you anxiety?" Because this is personal for me. This is personal for those parents and these groups for these allies that walk with us, you are choosing a judge. Many of you who are looking at the nominee, and I saw a name pop up, and I'm not going to put that name in here because I have not seen confirmation that this woman is definitely going to be the nominee. But uh, a lot of people are praising this choice, of people that I know that label themselves as Christian, that are in some of the evangelical churches that I've been associated with in the past. And I, I did come out of a very evangelical tradition. A very, I never considered myself conservative as such. Uh, I, I would have never worn that label, certainly. Um, but I think some people would call my churches that, and looking back, I see that. And, and several people on, online that I still kind of keep up with a little bit are praising the decision to put somebody up there that's um, going to stand up for what they believe in, is some of the words that I've seen. Somebody's going to 
protect my beliefs. And here's what I wish I could sit down at a table and talk to you about. Protect your beliefs. What does that really mean? What I, I know what you believe. Um, I, I know it very loudly, what you believe. And here's why I know it. Every year that I've gone to Pride, no matter what city I've gone to Pride in, um, there have been protesters holding signs, yelling, angry yelling to youth, to teens that are there, to children that are there, to parents that are there. You know, you're all going to hell. I mean, just angry, that yelling those words. I don't know if you've ever been yelled at like that. I don't know if you've ever had anybody look you in the face, follow you back down the sidewalk with just inches, yelling at you and your children that you're going to hell. I will tell you, it is not a pleasant experience. I, I've seen these protesters spit on people. And I thought the level of your anger and hate amazes me. I just can't imagine walking around. I mean, there's there's nobody that I want to spit on. There's nobody that I would spit on, truly. I mean, I've met some people in my life. I, I'm a survivor of domestic abuse. And I, I fought against my abuser in court for many years. I, there's been some people that I have strongly disagreed with in life over a lot of issues. I can't imagine hating somebody, especially somebody that I don't even know. You, you come to these events and you spit on us and you spit in the direction of young children who are just at an event, who happen to believe differently than you. You yell at those of us who are Christian mom and dads there, trying to reassure young people that they are loved. When we go, that's what we tell them. Hey, love you. You are wonderful. You are worthy. You are strong. You are going to do amazing things in this world. Be the best person that you can be. Be strong. Be courageous. Be loving. Be kind. Oh, please be kind. I don't know what you think happens at, at Pride, but it would probably amaze you if you just walked around. There's people talking about health care issues. There's people registering people to vote. There's people uh, talking about educational opportunities. There are churches there um, who talk about uh, their congregations and invite people and say that they are welcome as they are. There are people there to give spiritual advice. Oh, there's people there, uh, you know, just you name it. There's people dancing. There's people singing. There's people giving out balloons. There's food vendors. And we want them to be the best person that they can be and contribute to our society. But it's it, everything is done in love and caring and respect. You come with so much anger and hate. It just amazes me. And what you want to protect in the courts is your right to hate. I, I struggle so much with that because I, I remember last year somebody coming up to me. I was there in my free mom hug shirt 
and my mama bear hat and a young girl came up to me and said, I really have to go up to go to the bathroom. And I thought, why is she telling me that she has to go to the bathroom? I don't know who this person is. She didn't want to have to walk past the protesters alone. And she knew that I would be a safe person, that I would stand between her and the protesters. And, and that's what I did. I walked her to the bathroom and I just talked louder to them than them when uh, we walked past. I asked her about her day. I asked her about school. Asked her how things were going in life. And when we got to the protesters, I just talked loud enough so she couldn't hear them over my voice. We don't engage. We don't argue back. We don't spit back. We don't hit. Um, eventually, the protesters always get thrown out. Not because we ask for them to be thrown out. We just got used to that in our lives. But because they can't resist reaching out and breaking the rules and touching somebody. They eventually throw something or they eventually hit somebody and they're the ones who have to leave. Um, same thing, you know, like I said, I've been to Pride in Nashville before with our, our Nashville group. And, it, you know, we were leaving and my kids and I were just going to go get something to drink. I, it seemed like there was a place nearby that was selling Cokes or something. I can't remember exactly where we were walking, but somebody saw us there and knew that I was had a mama bear hat on and a free mom hug shirt and decided to walk directly behind us and just, you know, yelling at us personally that we were going to hell. And I thought, I, I, I can't imagine what kind of, and I didn't engage them. I didn't, I didn't turn around and say anything. I just smiled and kept walking. And the more I did that, the more intense their anger and hurt got. And I thought, this is what you want to protect in the courts. You're right to hate me because I believe differently than you, because I live out my Christianity different than you live out your Christianity. Because I've walked this road. I've raised a child that I know was born this way at birth. How do I know? Because I have journeyed with this child since birth. There is no question in my mind that my child is beautifully and wonderfully made. And if you could look at the lives that I look at, oh, such beautiful weddings. Yes, some are her to her or him to him, but they're, they're beautiful. Some of them are so traditional that you would be amazed. Where both brides come dressed in, in flowing, beautiful, lacy gowns with flowers and parents standing by their side and bridesmaids there and, and people just embracing them and a photographer capturing the joy or two men both in tuxes and their, their family there embracing them and it's absolutely beautiful and the beautiful thing that Sarah Cunningham is the founding uh, founder of Free Mom Hugs and she makes sure that if parents are not affirming and there's nobody there and we're invited to be there, uh, she will make sure that somebody is there to represent the parents from free mom hugs. And they can have other moms there. They can have us there cheering for them and taking pictures for them if they want or just standing by their side on that beautiful day. 
and those the love that's there. And yes, there's the non-traditional weddings. There's the ones that are, are not lacy and with traditional flowers, as you may think of it. There's some where everybody's in a beautiful rainbow suit <laughs> and there's rainbow flowers and there's rainbows everywhere and somebody has painted the mural on the side of the barn and there's great music and there's dancing and there's joy in that room. There's such joy there. I just, you are trading that joy and that love that we experience for your hate and your anger and you are fighting in the courts to try to stop those marriages from happening. You are fighting in the courts to keep those people from raising their children. You are fighting in the courts to stop the love and the hope and the joy that when people wanna to join together and buy a home together, start a business together, live their lives together. If they're in the LGBTQ plus community, you want to protect your right to stop that. And here's the question that I have for you. I told you why it matters to me. This is my child. These are my friends. These are the people that have taught my child, mentored my child. These are the people that I work with. These are the people that I sit down for a meal with. These are people that I care deeply about. So I want to turn the question around. Why does this matter to you? If I give you the legal right to believe whatever you want in your home and in your church and practice what you want as long as you are causing no harm to somebody else in your church, but you can spew those words of hate and anger from your pulpit, and I am not fighting to try to end that. If you want to live a life full of that rage towards others, you can do that in your home and in your church. But my question to you is, why do you care who somebody else marries? Why is that such an issue that you want to put somebody on the Supreme Court to guarantee that two people who are hardworking people and who have saved up enough money to throw a wedding and their parents are going to, or maybe their parents are going to throw the wedding for them or their sister and brother are going to throw the wedding for them. Why do you want to stop that wedding so badly? What do you have in stake with any of their lives? Why do you care if somebody has a job as an accountant and they're person who is transgender, why do you want them fired as an accountant if they're doing an amazing job as an accountant? If they're honest and they show up for work and they're hardworking, why do you want them fired? I think that these are the questions that I would really wish that we could sit down around a table. I, I know it's so easy for you to spew words of hate on the internet to post comments on a blog if I write this down, or um, to find my Facebook page and, and post horrible things there. That's, that's so such an easy way out for you to, to do that instead of having a conversation. I truly wish that we could sit at a table and I could ask you this question, why, why do you have such hate and such anger 
over a difference in beliefs. Um, I know that because in our conversation, I would really just like to find ways for us to set aside this hate and this anger and this intense struggle that's in front of us over a judge that you want to put in place that wants to cause harm to others. And this doesn't even, this podcast is not even touching on other serious issues that this judge will have to face. I mean, I'm a person who also stands up for the Black Lives Matter group. We've got to find answers for why we are killing so many people of color when it's just useless killings. These people do not deserve to be shot just in the the brutal way that we're losing wonderful people in our community based on just their color, the young people that we've lost, the women that we've lost, the men that we've lost, to, um, to senseless violence committed against them just because of the color of their skin. And this even talking about the bullying that goes on and the people that are let out of jail early because of their color, because they're white. And we seem to have a double standard going on. It, and it's almost impossible for me to believe that you don't see this, that uh, the, the young man who is caught raping a woman can be let out of jail with basically just a slap on the wrist because he was white and wealthy and the, the judge didn't want to harm his future Yet somebody else who's just running an errand and is walking down the street in the neighborhood that they live in and not hurting anybody can be choked to death and uh, injected with a, a needle, a medication that causes them to die or can be shot when they're, they're just taking care of their family. So I'm not just standing up for the LGBTQ plus community here. I'm saying Black Lives Matter. We've got to have somebody. We, I'm not taking away your rights as a white person to be white and to live and to exist in your communities. I'm asking you to not take away those same rights of people of color. There's so many people that are being harmed in this nation. And you want to put somebody on the Supreme Court that will allow that harm and that brutality and that hate and that anger that is in you. I see that anger. I'm around you. I'm in your community. I have been in your churches. I'm still in your neighborhoods. And I, I see that anger rise up in you and that hate rise up in you when somebody mentions Black Lives Matter. And you carry that hate and that anger in your heart just like you do for the LGBTQ plus community. And so I'm asking you, why can't you put down this hate? What is stopping you from bringing peace to our nation? Why is a Supreme Court justice about to be named who is going to cause harm and cause so much pain and divisiveness in this nation. What is at stake for you? What are you really, truly battling? Don't tell me it's because something is a sin. 
I'm not fighting against you for whatever in this world you want to label as a sin. You, you have freedom of religion in this nation, and I'm not trying to stop that. I, I don't want a Supreme Court justice to ever take away freedom of true religion. What religion means is that you can believe it, and you can speak that in your church, and you can speak that in your home. So you, you have the, the right to label whatever you want to as a sin. I'm not going to argue with you on there. But what is it about other people that God has created and is beautifully and wonderfully made that makes you want to hate oh so deeply and makes you want to put somebody up on the Supreme Court to guarantee that you have that right to continue to hate, that you have that right to fight against who can get married. And I'm going to end with that thought again. Why do you care who is allowed to marry? Why are you fighting so hard against somebody's right to get married? That causes you no harm in return. These weddings are not causing you harm. They're beautiful. Don't look at the pictures if you don't like them. If they go against your belief, don't go to the wedding. But don't fight so hard to stop the wedding, to stop the beauty, to stop people from using their talents, their gifts, everything that they were made with to make this a better nation, a stronger nation, build up their companies, build up their families, and just bring so much love and peace to this nation. I'm Chris Peppel, and I hope you consider these questions. I hope that we can find a way to sit at tables together and ask each other, tell me why this matters to you. Why do you hate me so much? So ponder that. If it ever reaches you that I've done this and you're one of the people that followed me, I don't hate you in return. For the people that have spit in my direction, I, I just don't hate you in return. I have no desire to spit on you whatsoever. And if you are ever attacked, I will fight for you too. I will stand up for your rights. I will stand up for your right to be who you are. I just will never stand up for your right to cause harm when no harm is being done to you. Have a great week, listeners.